It's easy to throw around the word masterpiece when talking about most of Walt Disney's classic animated films. But aside from a few haters, Fantasia is considered by most to be on the top shelf of the Magic Kingdom's extensive library. Released in 1940 with the first theatrically used stereophonic sound, the film didn't make the impact on audiences that it was expected to do because of a little-known thing called World War II. However, after many re-releases over the following decades, Fantasia has earned its spot in the heavens. So strap on your tutus, grab your magical brooms, and let's talk about the 13 things that you probably didn't know about Walt Disney's Fantasia. Number 13. The animators secretly modeled elements of the Sorcerer in The Sorcerer's Apprentice on their boss, Walt Disney. The raised eyebrow was regarded as a dead giveaway. They call the character Yen Sid, which is Disney spelled backwards. Number 12. Besides Fantasia and a few comic book stories, the character Yen Sid rarely appears in Disney media. In more recent years, this has changed. He had several appearances in the television series Mickey Mouse and its spin-off film Mickey's Magical Christmas. Snowed in at the House of Mouse, had more prominent roles in the video game series Kingdom Hearts and Epic Mickey. Served as a godlike creator of worlds in the video games Fantasia, Music Evolved, and Disney Magical World, and had a role in the novel Descendants, Isle of the Lost. Number 11. The filming of the final Ava Maria sequence was plagued by mishaps. To achieve the effect of moving through the scene, several panes of painted glass were used. The whole setup was over 200 feet long and had to be redone three times. The first time, the wrong lens was placed on the camera, and the subsequent film showed not only the artwork, but the workers scurrying around it. The second time around, an earthquake struck the studio, and the shot was once again scrapped. The next morning, the shot was redone, the film was shipped to the lab, processed, and couriered to the premiere in New York where it was spliced into the final print with only four hours to spare. Number 10. Early on, Walt Disney and Leopold Sikowski considered having fragrances dispersed into the theater at certain points in the movie to heighten the experience. Leopold! Suggestions included Sirius for Claire de Lune, Jasmine for the Waltz of the Flowers segment of the Nutcracker Suite, Incense for Ava Maria's, and and Gunpowder for the Sorcerer's Apprentice. Disney dropped the idea because of the difficulty of clearing one scent from the theater before spraying in the next one. Number 9. For the Sorcerer's Apprentice, Mickey Mouse was redesigned by Fred Moore to give him a more modern look and eyes with pupils for the first time. By the time the movie was finally released, two years after The Sorcerer's Apprentice, four regular Mickey Mouse films, starting with The Pointer and the promotional short Mickey's Surprise Party, had been completed and released during the new Mickey design. Number 8. In the Pastoral Symphony segment, there was originally a scene showing stereotyped black assistant centaurs shining the hooves of white centaurs. The chief of these was Sunflower, who had a very stereotypical look, big, red lips, and wild, messy hair. It was not until the 1969 re-release that this was thought to be objectionable, and all subsequent releases until 1980 had an abrupt cut at that point. Every subsequent release after 1990 includes the scene, but with the section blown up so that it only shows the faces of the white female centaurs. Number 7. The initial wide release was a dismal box office failure. In later years, some theater chains, which would normally run any Disney release, would not book the reissues of the film. However, by the 1969 reissue, the film attracted considerable interest for its supposedly psychedelic imagery, and Disney marketed the film accordingly to take advantage of it. The reissue was successful, and the film's reputation and popular appeal grew from that point to where its first home release in 1991 broke records of for sales. Number 6. The character Chernabog the demon in the sequence A Night on Bald Mountain, switches from no nipples on his chest to having nipples numerous times. Number 5. 
Along with films like Forrest Gump, Clerks, and 2001 A Space Odyssey, Fantasia was named as one of the 20 most overrated movies of all time by Premiere Magazine in 2006. Ah, what do they know? (laughs) Number four. Bella Lugosi modeled at the Disney Studios for the design of Chernabog, the demon in the Knights on the Bald Mountain sequence. He was captured in miscellaneous evil demon-like poses. The animators clearly based this character on Bella Lugosi's traits, expressions, mannerisms, and acting. There later was controversy on the part of one animator who would go on to claim that Lugosi wasn't used in the final product. Number three. Photos have recently surfaced which prove that Bella Lugosi was obviously the one whose modeling and acting ended up being used on film to create the passion and zeal of Demon Chertabog. The cartoon demon's facial expressions are definitely borrowed from Bella Lugosi, as well as his Dracula-like hand poses. Animator Wilford Jackson was later brought in to supplement with more defined clinical poses, without emotion. He merely provided simple lines for more streamlined drawing. But Lugosi was the one who did provide the facial expressions and the devil-like heart and soul acting for Chernabog. Number two. The Disney company owns a character called Fantasia. She is a Marvel comic book character introduced in 1989 and has also been used under the name Phantasma. She is a sorceress and her name might have been chosen in reference to the Sorcerer's Apprentice. Like most Marvel characters, Fantasia is currently owned by Disney. Number one. Over 1,000 artists and technicians were used in the making of the film, which features more than 500 animated characters. And there we have Fantasia. 